This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I was hoping it would be an emergency edition never. of the... What the hell, Jackfritz? We're James never gonna, Seltzer Jackfritz coming your way. We're never going to have an emergency I, podcast. I like, okay, and we're going to get into it because I, I really think there's an issue for baseball. This whole drawn-out process. The fact that two generational free agents have been on the market since November and, and are still not signed. It's, it's ridiculous, Jack. Yeah, I mean, the, the strike's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to happen. It's like there's probably collusion going on. I, I would I would be floored if there if, weren't. Like if Machado signs for for that contract of seven one seventy five, which is so absurd. It's absurd. I don't think it's a real offer. Like I, I think I think the Machado offered is like eight two sixty ish or eight two seventy ish in that range. So I don't really buy I don't really buy that offer. But they're bidding against themselves, which it kind of seems like they are. Why would they up their offer? Like why would that be five? I don't know. It's just like it's so bad. It looks bad for everyone involved. It looks bad that it ta- it's taking this long. But I just I don't know what the I don't know what the solution is. Like besides get dumber teams. Like just be dumb again. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, like, I, having a deadline is pointless because then if guys don't sign, then, then what happens then? Like, well, they'd have to sign. Is yeah, more but if the they point. Don't, if there's a free agency period where you say, all right, yeah, but you don't have to sign. Teams don't have ag- to sign guys. It's their right to sign players. Right. Right. So and then, that, and that's another good point. It, it, look, look, it's it's a it's a much more complex issue than. Just, oh, why can't they fix it? I'm with you. The way, especially with the players' union, the agents basically run baseball. Um, And for as much as it's probably the owner's fault, it's the agent's fault as well. Absolutely the agents are a part of it. Uh, Look, it's a real issue, I think. In terms of excitement about the sport, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but you look at NFL, you look at the NBA, free agency is a is a thing. It is a big deal. It's all you talk about. It makes the sport, uh, um, uh, when they're not playing games, still an incredibly interesting thing to talk yeah. about. And despite, you know, the diehards like us who will talk about literally nothing and still find things to talk about with baseball, I think that it really does suck a lot of the excitement out of something that, that should be exciting, not just for the media, but but for the fans. I mean, Phillies fans went into this offseason thinking this could be the most fun, exciting offseason of our lives. And guess what? It still can be pretty great. Yeah. Probably still will be. But it's really sucked the juice out of it. We're not we're not. I mean, everyone's still excited for these guys to sign, but it's a lot less excitement and it's more annoyance now. It's, it's more just annoying. like, just sign. Just, let's let's move forward already. I know it's bad. Um, and and I don't know. It's what is it, what is the difference between the MLB and the NFL and the NBA and in their free agency? I mean, well, what's the difference? What's the main difference? That that it happens immediately. No, no, that people no, no, sign no, immediately. No, but why do Why do they sign immediately? Well, you're talking about salary cap. It's because yes, of salary cap. Yes, of course, cap. of course. It's a lot more slotted. You know what these guys are going to make. Yes. It's so there's not 100%, there's no there's no 100%. agent posturing. So like, if you want a faster off season, then you're probably going to have to get a cap, which like no one really wants because everyone wants to make the mo- most money possible. But unless something else changed, like there's probably going to be a cap coming for baseball. Like there, it's just it's just. The natural progression. If you want more excitement, you want more speed to the entire offseason, you want to have like a deadline or whatever, then then teams are going to budget it out differently and they're going to create a salary cap and the owners are going to be able to get these guys for less money and the owner and the players are going to get guaranteed money and probably short, shorter contracts. 
Like it's it's unfortunate. But- well, the, 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 look, that's the problem. Is right that. For the owners, I'm sure they would love a salary cap. It yes. makes a lot of sense. The problem is that the players' union is the strongest union in the freaking country. I know, but the, but the players' union also wants players to be signed. There's 150 Agreed. players that are not signed and I, right and now. I, and it goes back to what you said at the beginning. I, I do think there is collusion. I do think that owners are saying to each other, you're not paying more for these guys. This Don't pay this much. We'll keep it down. We'll we'll work together. And that's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm it, sure it's happening. It's I'm really sure it's happening. It's frustrating. But I will say... Um, the Harper stuff, the Machado stuff, the Harper hat. Uh, let's I mean, actually get excited let's about get it. Excited How about for, that? Let's get excited for five seconds. So How about more than five seconds. Yeah, everyone's freaking out. Like, like, just pay these guys whatever and bring them in. Well, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, you because, don't need like, to. Listen, if the Phillies are bidding against themselves, right? Why would they pay fifty to hundred million dollars more than they have to? Like, if you can get Bryce Harper for two hundred fifty million and you don't have to give him over three hundred and all this stuff, like, take it to February. Like, everyone's freaking out. Just sign the guys now. Give them why? Listen, this uh, I've said it a thousand times. I feel like like the difference between like two fifty and three hundred and three twenty five and three fifty is like multiple players to make your team yeah, better. Look, so I am perfectly fine. The Phillies just waiting this out. If they have to wait out Scott Boris, just do it. Because you're going to win. The Phillies are going to get one of these guys. I, look, I agree with you. And look, Bob Nightingale, of course, uh, ha- friend of the podcast, yes. Bob Nightingale. Bob Nightingale of the High Hopes podcast. Of the High Hopes podcast. I yes. mean, I saw it on yes. the MLB Network. It said Bob Nightingale, High Hopes pod. So yes. just saying. He now just works for us. Just saying. The insider of the High Hopes podcast. But look, podcast. Bob Nightingale puts out a tweet with no hedging, no equivocation, says, you know, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado or possibly both will be in a Phillies uniform to start next season. So, I mean, there's no beating around the bush there. Bob Nightingale is not some jackass Jeff Evans on Twitter who's got 100 followers and has been around. Bob Nightingale is not putting that out that that strong unless he's sure. Yeah, and... um like the way I'm reading the situation, like if I had to make a guess, what have we been saying for months now? It's gonna be Bryce. Harper. What have we been saying for months? Like I would Bryce be, Harper. I would be borderline. I would be floor. Like I think, I think the I think ownerships in love with Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. I think with good reason. With good reason. I think I think Gabe and him really hit it off together. That's the report. I was told that people wouldn't want to come here because of Gabe Kapler. Who would ever want to play for? I, a, I, who's gonna want to play for the guy? No, I know it's crazy. And as soon as that came out, I was like, "Well, uh, Rocky steps together. They're gonna go like they're gonna go protein yeah, shakes, protein lifting shakes. sessions. You're it's gonna, gonna be get, great. You're gonna get shirtless photos of them running uh, uh, along Kelly Drive. Bryce like, is presenting just, very well right I, now. I have such a I have such a like a vision of Bryce Harper and and Gabe like doing the the meme with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the guy from Rocky the the strong arm meme together like there's gonna be there's so the much guy meme. from Rocky yeah what's his name Sylvester Stallone no 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 but the other one he beat <laughs> oh you're talking about Creed yeah but the Billy Creed's dad. I don't know. No, I, the I original like Creed, not Michael yeah, B. Jordan. Know. Oh, Jack. Jack. Apollo Creed. Yeah, yeah, that Billy guy. Billy D. Williams. Right, that guy. Oh, man. <laughs> or the guy from, uh, he's from Chubbs. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. Chubbs. That's Chubbs. Right. Yeah, Lando from, Calrissian. No, he's from Caddyshack, too. Not Caddyshack. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not You're talking about ha- uh, Billy Madison. No, or not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. I mean. Happy Gilmore. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Um, sure. That, I, yeah. <laughs> it's sure. a really roundabout way to get there. Yeah. Um, or Lando Calrissian, or Apollo Creed, but move on. Sure, um, there's just the, like the way I envision Bryce Harper and Gabe Kapler getting along is like just absolute broing out at all times. I have envisioned Bryce Harper with his backwards cap taking BP here and hitting the ball into the upper deck. Um, 
I watch like I am back watching Bryce. If you have Bryce Harper highlights that I haven't watched, send them my way. How would they know, Jack? I think you've seen them all. It's pretty much all I do at night now. <laughs> no. I it, listen, listen. Choose to believe James and I. Whatever. Bryce Harper is going to be a Philly. Bryce Harper's going to be a Philly. Bryce Harper's going to be a Philly. Like I don't. I have no concerns about it. It just like I don't think they're going to sign both of them. I, I really don't. Just like just. It doesn't feel like the they want to. Is and and again, look with the numbers that have been thrown out. And like you said, I think it's more likely that Machado ends up in the two hundreds than the one hundreds. But um, with the contracts that have been thrown out, I, I think it. I think they absolutely should sign both. It does yeah. feel like they don't want to. No, and I don't totally blame them from the sense of. Like, Machado's not the only good free agent that's going to be out there. And, like, if you, like, if you don't, if you are 100, unless you're 100% sure that Machado's going to be, like, a, a, a really. Generational type talent. Right. Then just don't do it. Like, don't give him 200 plus million dollars and completely mess up your, your payroll for one or for the next eight years. They, well, first and foremost, they can afford both guys and yeah, pretty still be flexible moving forward. But I agree with you. I think the way it looks like it's playing out, I think Bryce Harper's a Philly, and I think they're going to whether it's Dallas Keuchel or Craig Kimmler or whatever, there are going to be other signings. I agree with you. I, I don't think it'll be both, but I've said for a while, I think it's more likely both than neither, yes. and that is absolutely true. Yes, and there's going to be a Franco trade, I feel like, regardless. Uh, it feels like, like, go get Moose, have him at third base. I mean, Moose obviously <laughs> isn't, it isn't great. Yeah. Like, he's not great. Yeah, it's, it's more of a linear move than anything, but at least you know. It's a stopgap is what it is. Stopgap for a year or two until Bowen's ready. Um, he's going to hit 30-plus homers here, you would think, mm-hmm. um, and play a serviceable defense. And you just trust him more than you trust him like El Franco. I see, I see a lot of people freaking out, like uh, you know, the people that only look at stats, I feel like, are, well, well, they're basically the same thing. Why would you do this? It's like, watch the two play. Yep. Like, watch Mike Moustakas, then watch Mike Alfranco, and then tell me that that you'll feel perfectly fine with Mike Alfranco trying to actually compete this year. This because so, you don't. This is so great to hear this out of your mouth. Like you just don't. You just don't. I'm just doing victory laps in my head right now. He's just he's he steps out of the box. He's not consistent enough. He somehow had the highest batting average on the team last Unbelievable. year. Which I still don't believe is a true stat. I don't think he led the team in batting average, <laughs> but apparently according to baseball reference he did. Um uh, I like I'm cool. I'm cool with a a, a Mustaka stopgap. I'm cool with Harper in right field. I guess I'm cool with Keiko. If if you if you're trying to compete next year, mm-hmm. you need a legit. You need another you need legit another starter. Arm. I agree. We talked about that. Uh, I feel like at nauseum. Um, and and the, the way things are breaking right now, I think the Phillies ownership loves Bryce Harper. I think that meeting changed a lot of their minds. I think they went out there not expecting him to love them as much as they did. And I think he ended up loving them as much as they loved him. Him and Gabe, I think, really bonded. Um, they're going to bond a lot for the next ten years, mm-hmm. and they're going to. Well, we'll see if Gabe's here for the next ten years. But, Ooh, but well, I mean, like managers don't last that long, unless you're Mike Sosha, who freaking blows and was somehow a manager for fifteen years because of one World Series in two thousand three. Um, it just, it, it really, it, it feels like Harper. I'm excited about Harper for as much as I think Machado may be a better player right now. Because of the defense and the, the hitting is still great. Harper is just a guy that is exciting. And his ceiling is higher. I mean, look, we've seen it. We saw it in his MVP year, what that guy can be. And that was what, at the age of 22, 23, whatever. Um, 
I, I'm with you. I uh, we've talked kind of a lot about the idea of of how obviously we've talked about how excited we are about the potential. I'm ready for it to be reality, Jack. And I'm with you on the yeah, sense they I don't know. have to rush it. I want them to get the best deal. I'm just so ready to actually celebrate this and not hypothetically celebrate. I I'm ready. I'm, I know I'm my my body ready. is my body is very ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I need no, Bryce my, Harper in my town as my guy. I want to just be like that's my guy. Yeah, and I don't even know what I'm going to do if they if and when he does sign here because I've already watched all the highlights. I know. So where can I go from here? Also, here's some more things on Bryce. You could Harper. stalk him. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> it is just it is just wild to think about Bryce Harper being in your town. It's the, it's the, look, we have heard about Bryce Harper for a decade. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated a decade ago. The LeBron of baseball. Uh, to, I mean, Jack, when you think about it, literally in our lifetimes, you know, we've had MVPs here, Ryan Howard, Jimmy Rollins, all that. We've never had the most famous player in the sport. Bryce Harper is the most famous player in the sport. I know Mike Trout's the best player. I think we all would agree with that. But in terms of, you ask... A hundred people in any random city, whatever, what baseball players do you know? Bryce Harper is going to be the name who is said the most. And he's, that's a guy who could be in our city as our freaking guy. I know. He's the face of baseball. Bryce Harper is the face of baseball. Let's go! For as much as Mike Trout is amazing, right? And Mike Trout will be a Philly in 2021. Uh, we'll get, we'll to get that. into that. We'll get to that a little yeah. bit. But... Um, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that or not. Oh no, it's it's off limits. Apparently, <laughs> we're allowed to we're allowed to fantasize about Harper and Machado for three years. But the, even the mere thought of Mike Trout possibly playing in my city is like, oh well, he's actually he's never said he ever wants to be a Philly. Come on. Uh, it's Come on. I, it, it's it's annoying. Anyway, let's talk about Bryce Harper for one second yes. because everyone's like, well, are we sure he's really that good? Yes. Let me just. I got two things I want to point out. Cool. Bryce Harper has had. Um, I would say three out of the last four halves of seasons, he has been amazing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, first half, second half. Elite. He's first been elite. Half, second half. All right, so 2017, right? He had one bad half. Right, 2017, before he steps on, before he hyperextends his knee, uh, stepping on first base. Okay? Let me read these stats to you. For running, a guy who's running hard to step on first base, too, no less. For a guy who's, are we sure he's even good? He's even worth $350 million. Let me read these stats to you. Um, in 106 games, I would mm-hmm. say a pretty good sample size. Uh, he batted 326 with a 419 OBP, an OPS over a thousand. Is that good? Yeah, he had OPS over 1100 for a season. For what it's worth, uh, he had one, he's one of the five best offensive seasons in the last like 30 years. Yeah, in his belt at age 22. Yes, he might have won the MVP this year. It was Giancarlo Stanton in the 59 home runs. I get why he won MVP, but uh, Harper was ridiculous. He had 29 home runs and 90 RBIs with. Uh, uh, I would say 50 games to go. Yeah, before he got before he good. got hurt. Very good. So that was all right. So that was 2017 before he ext- hyperextended his knee. 2018 gets off to a bad start. Yep. Like he and for the pressure of the contract stuff and uh, uh, his hitting coach Long, whatever his name, Kevin first, Long. Kevin Long was on uh, series and he was like, "Yeah, we honestly we got too obsessed with the the launch angle stuff and we wanted to we wanted to get back to his base of of." hitting line drives and they did drills of like doing boring line drive work basically which is like funny because line drives are what you want usually yeah but it's what so, we grew up being told right um and kevin long saying they, they basically just got a little bit too obsessed with the launch angle movement and all that fun stuff and yes he did bat what 214 in the first half of last season but again in the second half of last season bryce harper batted once this comes up, I'm pretty sure it was 300 with like a 418 OBP and 11 homers. Like I think I've done that. I think I've looked at it a thousand times. But <laughs> I'm just saying that that a guy who in his age 24 season was playing 
at a ridiculous level um, and and hyperextend his knee running to first base. And then at age 25, had a bad first half. And then the second half, though, he's on an absolute tear and almost single-handedly brought the Nationals to the playoffs. Like we said all last year, the Nats are dead. Like they don't have to worry about the Nats. They have nothing left. Harper almost single-handedly brought them back. And to, to say, like, I, I don't know. You sure? Well, and again, not to. I think we we belittled a little too much the fact that he had one of the five greatest offensive seasons of the last three years at the age of twenty two. Right, this guy is going to enter into his prime. His prime. That's the thing. He is entering his physical, athletic prime over the history of baseball. Twenty seven. The magical year. The age of twenty seven. Guess what? Well, not in music, but in baseball. Yeah, I said in baseball. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Good point. Thank you. Yes. We want to make sure Bryce Good makes job it there. through the contract. Yes. In baseball, the magical age of 27, he's not even gonna, his first year is not even going to be 27 yeah. yet. So that, I agree with you, man. I think I think it's ridiculous to not look at this guy as a, a 10-year, $350 million player. Because he is. Right. And uh, Tom Verducci wrote a whole article today on SI. Uh, stealing uh, takes over here, huh? Verducci's a steal, a take stealer. Who knew Verducci? Listen, to I hope it's, it's ridiculous. Welcome, Tom. Glad yes, to have yes, you, bud. Tom. Next time, just credit him. Just you know? say, I mean, cool. listen. If you saw intentional talk last week, you would have seen that <laughs> High Hopes is big and now. You do work for that network. Yeah, you could have just thrown yeah. us a bone. Um, no, we're kidding. I, but we have talked about how. Yeah, you've talked about this a lot, and Verducci well, puts it out today. We, we talk about a lot about how um, we want to. We we want the Phillies to show Bryce Harper how many home runs he would have hit here. And Verducci said he would only hit five more home runs here last year. And I want to say, Tom, uh, are you trying to not sell Bryce Harper? Yeah. Make but it the 10. point was, Tom's point was they should pitch Harper by showing him his stats yeah, at CBP when they would be. from a little birdie that they did do that. So I, Ooh, so look at you. They, so, so you're saying the Phillies are listening to IOPS The too. Phillies listen to IOPS. Everyone listens to IOPS. I'm talking about but, Shout out to the Phillies. We love but, um, but they, yeah, supposedly they were showing him what his stats would look like. And I don't have confirmed sources inside the building, but I think Bryce Harper fainted. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would say Say it went well. Um, he had to get taken to the hospital for treatment. Um, he had it's fine, he, fine, dehydrated. He, they fi- fixed him up with some fluids. He it's had three hundred million dollars in his eyes, and also the Liberty Bell um, ringing in the background is, is how they say he um, did faint. But um, yeah, it, his the ballpark factors. I mean, CBP for the longest time has been a a top five place to hit in baseball. Yeah, and which is ridiculous given like can we just sit back for five seconds? We had Aaron Nola. Roy Halladay, Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, Roy Oswald all have like insane seasons mm-hmm. pitching in that ballpark. It's now, crazy. obviously, they don't make every start, but it's right. it's ridiculous. it's very impressive. Also, side tangent. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm putting you on the spot here. Ooh, I, it came good. to my head. I'm oh, sorry. I'm excited. I give like me your, give me your spot. top three Aaron Nola moments last year ranked. Um, uh, Boston game. Right. So I was watching the Boston yeah. game this week. His start. He in was Boston. amazing. He was like the stuff was just. Like that, I mean, that was the that easily pops in my head. That was the like, so I, I don't know why I stumbled upon it. I was really bored here. See, what I do here, I just want to go inside my job, which is woefully boring from 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, it, it, is, it is, it is like, it's, I would rather be at the dentist office. Like, wow, it, it is just like picking teeth because, like, 
I just done, got done Joe's show, which we we do more work, and then it's you know it's a it's an in between show show shift. So like they'll be on, and they they never ask me to do anything because they've never had a producer that actually knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, dude, just no, no, firing no, no, not, shots not that, all not over that. the place right now. Like most producers that are doing shows all the time are mm-hmm. always working with the host. Right. The hosts are so used to not having a producer work with them right. that they kind of just know. What so they're doing. you're crapping on hosts, crapping on producers. No, keep going, keep I'm going. Not, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. But the point is, I don't have to do much. Right. So I sit here, and after I get done podcasting Joe's show, I pretty much just go on YouTube and find full games. And I stumbled upon Nola Start in Boston, oh. and I was rewatching, and I was like, "This is one of the five best games I've ever he was remember watching." Unbelievable pitching. in that game. The other one that sticks out to me was when he outdueled Scherzer late in the season when they well, still had a shot, and when he struck out Harper, and when he struck out Harper. Um, those are the two that really stick out to me. Yeah. But man, I remember that Boston start. I had the same feeling as you. I've not rewatched it because I'm not quite the nerd you are, but I love you for it. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, you no, it's, it's a beautiful thing about you. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez, um, it's amazing that I'm able to find any time to talk to you about the Phillies. Um, Please, this is this is your safe. Space. This is my everything. Just... Um, that Boston game, just off memory in the moment, I remember thinking, I don't, I don't remember many Phillies pitchers ever in my lifetime with this kind of stuff. With just this kind of ability to manipulate the baseball and make it go the way they want it, the speeds they want, it was it was so impressive. Yeah, I feel like we, uh, I feel like we've kind of underappreciated Aaron Nola. Yeah, well, look, the Phillies have. What's up with that? Yeah, pay him. They, what are you doing? They'll, they'll pay. It's I not- know, but I, I, I'm a generally when you have generational potential type guys or whatever, like the idea of going to court to crap all over them in front of them for two hours or however long those hearings are, never a huge fan of it, but besides the point. He'll be fine. They'll be fine. The the Phillies took Ryan Howard to arbitration. They did. And he was a little bit more accomplished at that point. True. So it's, he'll be fine. Um, although I will say, so I've also been thinking about this as well. I'm, I'm, I've been looking at Philly sports and trying to find the next like Foles, and obviously I don't love Foles, but he's the he's one of the very se- likely there will never be another. Nick but I'm Foles. talking I'm talking players that I I trust in a big spot in a big moment. Oh, look and, at you! This is some real Foles love coming from you. I mean, I, I I he's the clutch. He's one of the clutchest athletes I've ever seen in the city, mm-hmm. and I trusted him pretty much with my life. Wow. How about it? Just because I want Carson Wentz to be my future doesn't mean I don't see what's in front of my eyes. Okay. All right. Um, and I'll say, I think Aaron Nola is, is going to be, be the, that guy. I think he's going to be the best big game player in, in the city for the next it's 10 years. It's a horrible proclamation. I actually, look, I think who, that, who like, I think, I don't know if Embiid's great in big moments. I don't know if Simmons is great in big moments. True. Nola. Everything, Wentz, we don't know if he's great in big moments. We don't know if Wentz moments. is. Carter Hart. I don't know. It could um, be. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just saying that Aaron Nola to me is a guy that like everything calms I, down. I, I agree in with the you. Moment. I think that I think that is a a good guess, a good supposition because every time he's needed to go out and take the ball and give them a, a horse like performance, he does it. And it was this season that I really that really came to my revelation. It was I think it was because of the That's a good word for it. I think it's because of that Boston start. I, and it could be. I mean, that was the biggest game of the season to that point. It was on the national stage. It was a nationally televised game. All that type of stuff going up against, against the, the Red well, Sox. And at the time, the Red Sox were on pace to set the wins record. Like they yeah. were, they were, and they still finished with what 108 wins or whatever. They were on pace to break the record at that yeah. point. Um, I know that, like you know, when you hear Boston fans talk about the teams they played, I know a lot of Boston fans who said the Phillies gave them as good a run for their money as any other team did that year up until that point. The Phillies split against them. They did. If you think they should have won both. 
If you think I haven't forgot, that was Jake Arrieta's best start of the season too. If you think I, no, well, they, and then they split back at home too. So. Yeah. You're right. Listen, if you think I forgot about the Boston split, it's one of the one of the biggest series wins in in recent Phillies history. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Like the fact, like I, I do love the concept of thinking about getting to watch Aaron Nola start a well, playoff series. James, I, I mean, if you think I haven't thought about Joe Buck announcing an Aaron Nola <laughs> an Aaron Nola playoff start, I mean, do you even know me? No, I like, know it's you. Have. Literally, all like, I go to bed thinking of rally Did towels. Did you tweet and, something like the the most important part of the off season, the Bryce Harper signing, is is Aaron Nola play, pitching in the playoffs or something along those lines? I said uh, it's the number one thing. Is I like, said I said you know people are really excited for Harper and Machado, but the thing that would be most important is getting Aaron Nola some playoff starts. <laughs> but, Spoken like a true pitcher. God, like he just ha- like Aaron Nola is just the goat, man. And when he gets in the playoffs, he's gonna be like he's gonna go on a Bumgarner like run. He's gonna be. I love this. These are some strong proclamations. I don't, I don't care, man. I trust that guy with everything. Here's another question for you. Okay, I'm ready. No, this 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 will this is fantastic. <laughs> oh, you get, you, I wish you could see Jack right now. I got a little like a little swagger to him as he's kind of. If you answer this wrong, I don't know if we can do the podcast Uh-oh. anymore. Well, that's a lot. Who of is a more clutch Philly athlete, Nick Foles or Cole Hamels? Man. I don't know. I, I would say the same. That's no. I mean, I, I you. I mean, look. It, it's hard to say anyone's more clutch than Nick Foles. I, you're trying to say Hamels, and I get it's that. One hundred percent. That's Hamels. what I'm trying to. Fi- Is it though? It's tough because, like, here's the thing. I agree that run in 08 was as clutch as. Ever. I mean. But he wasn't good in 09 in the playoffs. 09 was bad. Yeah. 09 was very bad. But Foles was also bad in both playoff games this year. And one playoff, he was good in Chicago. He was, was terrible in Chicago. That's a great defense. Minus the fourth quarter. What are you talking about? Best events of football. I don't care. Choked. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so outside of 09, right? But the point is, I I, I get where you're going. 10, and I 10 and 11. Hamels was like... Hamels was amazing in the playoff. I, I trusted that guy to take the ball and okay. go out and give it to me. Just a question. I think it's a good one. I just want to know. I just want to know. Like, listen, everyone's, everyone's proclaiming Nick Foles the clutchest athlete in the city's history. Cole Hamels is... Have people said that? Well, I don't know. He's I, up there. I, I, I like actually talking about sports rather than like, when's your Foles? Like who, wow, who are you gonna you, keep? You're just taking shots at, at everything that you do on a daily basis right now, huh? Just I'm sick and tired of it. I, I can to, see that. I need, I need Harper to sign. I need Harper to sign too. And let's uh, let's get back to that because um, the Nightingale tweet, the whole situation, and I actually your point about the meeting. I actually think that Harper was their number one guy before that. Good question. We're looking at the TV. Yeah, we're it says, at, uh, Dr. Blood, Oz. Can low blood sugar lead to murder? Wow. Sure. Who says it can? Yeah. Low blood sugar. Oh, wait till Harper doesn't sign here. Oh! Just kidding. Um, You're right, saying you won't what, kill anybody. Just to clarify saying. on this. Okay. Um, I actually think that the, Harper was always their number one target. I know well, there was a lot of different you know, local reporters who put out other things on it. I think Harper was always the guy. Yeah. And like I obviously, like Jim Salisbury, Zalecki, like, they're all amazing. Terrific. Every time I read their stuff, though, like they kept pushing this Machado thing and how Machado, he's definitely their primary target. And when you looked at it logistically and you just looked at it more holistically down on the paper, it's like, really? Yep. Like Harper's the guy. Like if I'm Middleton, right? Yep. And I Jack see, Middleton. Yeah. Well, not yet. We'll, soon, we'll, soon to be Jack Middleton. By You're the right. way, part of my highlight watching was watching the Home Run Derby again from this year. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if Middleton watched that. Again, and was like, look at this star. Like, look well, at is. this yeah, star. He's a star. So, I think if you're Middleton, right, and you're looking at Bryce Harper, you're saying to yourself, sure, Machado may be a better fit. And I understand, like, the front office 
drafted him and all the fun stuff. But like, look at this like 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 sex sells, right? Yeah. And in baseball, home runs are sex. Bryce Harper's sex. Bryce Harper is sex. Yep. Ipso facto. Um, Ipso facto. Two plus two equals four. Bryce Harper hitting home runs is sex. Um, but it is. But it's it sells. So sexy. Like like it's it sells. Home runs sell. I still go to bed thinking about the Altair home run off of Clayton Kershaw. Oh God! Because it sells. Who are you? Um, Who are you? <laughs> but but I will. I'm serious. Like if I'm Middleton, the businessman. And I have a chance to add Bryce Harper, the face of baseball, even though he's not the best player in baseball, who hits 400-plus foot home runs, is going to be playing in my ballpark where you have three stories of fans that he could possibly hit balls to in a home run friendly park. Um, I can give him a contract at this point. It's not going to be as much as he's probably worth. Agree. Um, And listen, given the track record of Bryce Harper, the guy plays hard. Plays really hard. He wants to win. The thing that I want people to stop doing is stop bringing up his war last year because his war last year was complete BS. He was playing center field. Yeah, and the, the whole defense thing to begin with, he has had one defensive, one bad defensive season in his career. Like yeah. it's not he was a good defender prior to that, and like you say, he's playing a lot of center field. Like that, the whole he's a bad defender thing is so overblown. It's it's ridiculous. To and be honest. I just want to say, like, you have to take in the human element of this. Like the guy's about to get paid three hundred fifty million. If he gets hurt, he's sure. screwed. So why would you get? Why would you try to? You don't want to go out for everything. Just the fact that he is physically capable to play center field should tell you what type of right fielder he can be. Yep, yep. So um, I just I think I think Harper's their guy. Um, I think I think ownership's in love with him. I think the, they're not the only ones, Jack. They're not the only ones. <laughs> and I love you, Price. I just if if I'm Boris, right? Who am I waiting out? There, well, there is no. I think he's. I think he's waiting out his many creations, like his many uh, smoke screens, his many different things. Like I don't. I agree with you. I don't think there is another offer on the table that is even close. There's not. I will say, I'm kind of worried about the Astros, as like a mystery team out of nowhere. Well, they they pursued him at the deadline last year. Yeah. They have Verlander coming off the books next year for 28 million. They have Cole hitting free agency after next year, but. So they don't have much committed money. They have Altuve making twenty nine million a year. They have I think. guys who they're gonna have to pay down the road. Right. So Correa is a free agent. Correa, Bregman. I mean, these are all guys who eventually, in three, four, five years, whatever, they're gonna have to pay. And you know what I don't get? Like, you know what I don't get is that, like, for everyone's like, why well, Alex if- Bregman is not a way bigger star. Ah, oh, I love him. I love Alex Bregman. Go ahead. Like, why can the? Everyone's like, well, I think Machado's going back to the Yankees and whatever. And like he'll eventually end up there. How can the Yankees afford the Giancarlo uh, the Giancarlo contract and Machado and Odovino and Pele? Well, because the they're fi- the Yankees. Well, I understand but that, but if you're if you're, the- I don't think they're going to. I really don't. I don't think they're. I know that everyone thinks they're just waiting in the wings on Machado. I don't think they are. But I'm saying, I mean, like, look at how they put their team together. I'm just saying, like, all these teams are able to bring on these thirty plus million dollar contracts, like. <laughs> Do that, <laughs> like Phillies. Yes. Like a- the Astros would be taking on a Harper contract of thirty-five million or thirty to thirty-five million to go along with a team that's already like in ready to uh, ready to compete for the World Series, yeah. and they're they're fine taking on that money. So I wonder if the Phillies are thinking. I wonder if the Phillies are thinking, pay the big money for Harper now, maybe not pay for Machado, and then add to him once the ticket sales come in, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I wonder. So the the classes in the next couple of years are also ridiculous. I mean, next year you have. Some big pitchers and, and Arenado. Arenado and possibly Rendon, even though if Harper doesn't go back to Washington, I think that he'll stay in Washington. So I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get inside the mind of the Phillies, right? And they, they don't want to pay both these guys. They want to just pay for one and then possibly wait for Trout and whatever. 
which I don't think is a terrible strategy. Like, Look, I the Trout thing is interesting. Are they? My main question is: Are they going once they're competitive? Are they going to be able to hand out money? Like, 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 let's say they already give out. Like, let's say two years from now, there's a Robertson-like guy and there's an Odovito-type guy. Are they going to be willing to pay for both of those guys? Or they're going to be they're going to be small. So. No, I th- I mean look, the Phillies did do this, I will say in 2011 and 2010. It I, feels I mean, like it feels like the Phillies are ready to be a big market club again. From everything they've said, from the actions, assuming they're going to go give Harper a bunch of money and still look again. They might not sign Harper Machado, but they're signing Harper and, and others or someone else. Like that won't be done after Harper We've heard too much about it. Whether it's Keiko, whether it's Kimbrel, whatever it is, they're in on these guys. The Kimbrel stuff has to be BS. I hope so. Like, well, here's the thing, right? Like, please, God. It's a Boris client, right? I, no. I, Kimbrel's not. Okay, Keiko is. is. Okay, because that's one of those things I always think about. The Hey, I'll give you Bryce for this number, but you got to give Dallas this, too. Like, those things happen. They absolutely happen, and I could no, certainly see something like that happen as well. Um, look, I think Scott Boris and the Phillies are, are going to be in bed together. Moving forward. And I think there are worse things that could happen. Well, I mean, they have Hoskins, obviously. Yeah, already. Exactly. Um, I, I forgot. I can't believe I took this long to, to bring this up. Vince Velasquez changed his number from 28 to 21. Ooh. So, I don't think they're going to give I don't think they're gonna give 34 out to Harper because of Doc. Oh, good point. I didn't think about that. I don't think they that. will. Ooh. 28 was worst number. 28 was friend of the podcast Kevin Franzen's number. Ooh. I think Bryce Harper number 28. Bryce Harper number 28. Ooh. I didn't think about the doc part of it. Yeah, I mean, I, his number's not retired. They could do it. Yeah. Well, see, and that's what I was, that's why, that's probably why you couldn't like, make it. Re- a- I don't think you retire. I mean, here's the thing he's a Hall of Famer. Roy Holiday will be. And uh, this year, Morosi came out this morning and said he's trending at 94%. Oh, I'm saying this year he will be a Hall of Famer. No, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, just giving yeah. people an update. No, yeah. He's, he's going to get in. It looks like a first bout Hall of Famer. Um, he's going to be a Blue Jay when he goes into the Hall of Fame. Most likely, you would think. Obviously, he had postseason success here, but... He really loved Philly. He did, but it's not his choice. The Major League Baseball Hall of Fame chooses the cap for the player ever since no. Wade Boggs decided to go in as a Ray <laughs> because they paid him a bunch of money or whatever it was. So they choose. So my guess is he'll be a Blue Jay. Um, the only retired numbers the Phillies have are all Phillies Hall of Famers. Phillies legends. You know, it's, it's Schmidt, yeah. it's Carlton, yep. it's those type of guys. I don't know. I don't know if they retire holidays number. I think it's a really interesting one. I think that... Well, we know why well, they're not. Why they're not. Why it's not out there now. Right. Of right. course. And that's why Nap changes number. Right. So I, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting. And obviously, if Harper is not number thirty-four, I think we can assume that down the road they're going to retire Holiday's number. It's a really interesting. Well, he'll make the wall of fame at point. least. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm saying, but if they won't give out his number, that's a sign that potentially they would retire it. My guess is they don't. My guess is Bryce Harper is still number thirty-four when he comes here. If my guess. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting. It's something I, to think I, I about. Like to, I like that you notice those things, Jack. Yeah, well, Some things yeah. I love about you. Um, all right, Trout. Uh, John Heyman with the most ridiculous tweet in the history. <laughs> really, John Heyman basically tweets the Angels are going to try and sign Trout. We don't know if it's going to happen. Phillies would be interested, along with 30 other clubs in, in well, Major League. I don't Baseball. know. I mean, Regardless, clubs aren't interested in 26 year old superstars. I, look, we don't need John Heyman to tell us that the Phillies would be interested in Mike Trout. Fair? Fair. Uh, we also don't need John Heyman to tell us that the Angels want to sign him to an extension. I think we know that. Yeah. The fact that it's unlikely, there's a little bit of news in there. That's a newsworthy Regardless, thing. Regardless, where are you at with this Mike Trout thing? Because like you said, it's it's almost become a thing where people are like, you're going to ever talk about Mike Trout, which is ridiculous to me. We've talked about Mike Trout for years. We all know he's from here. We watch him get a 
football handed to him every well, friggin' Eagles game. I think like he's he's only an Eagles fan, James. Oh he's, yeah, he didn't he didn't like the Phillies. No, he he's just an Eagles fan. He's only sure. he's only an sure. Eagles fan, sure. right? I mean, sure. that's the way he's portrayed. Sure, wouldn't he want to be in the same city as his buddy Carson or any of that stuff or something? Right, that's why he can't go to why, Carson. Why would he not want to do that? That's why he can't trade Carson. <laughs> That's the main. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, get rid of Carson." Well, do you want Mike Trout, losers, or what? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, and like, I, I understand there's a little bit of Trout fatigue because you know every Philly fan is like, "Well, I would love to get Mike Trout here. He's coming here," and I, I get that. But at the same time, like, we obsessed over Machado and Harper for, for years. The last- I've been thinking for three years that they were going to sign Bryce Harper. Right, and 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 it's going to happen. And you're um, damn right, it is. I can't. Like, wait. I just, I don't, ah! I don't understand what people get so mad about. Like, just let us love Mike Trout and let us believe he's gonna be. And listen, I'm pretty sure he's gonna turn down that extension. I don't think he wants to stay in it. I Anaheim. would be floored, floored if he accepts his extension. I don't think he, I don't think he wants to play there. And everyone's like, well, why would the owner let him leave? It's like, well, he has a choice. In he this. doesn't want to be there. I mean, why would he want to be there? He's been there for what six years now, and they have yet to put a team around him. Like what you think, Mike? Everyone's like, uh, it's like the whole thing with Nick Foles, where people are like, oh, Nick doesn't want to be a starter; he wants to be here as a backup. BS. No, I know. He wants to be a starter. Guess what? Mike Trout wants to win. People are like, oh, he doesn't care. We're staying in Los Angeles. Why? Why wouldn't he care about winning? He's the best player in, in the last twenty years, thirty years, but like since Bonds. Like, what are we talking about? Here? The, I guess because the owner's a moron. Like, is that why they're gonna he's gonna stay out there? Like, it, they haven't done enough to make him want to stay I out think, there. I think there's no chance. He signs an extension. How about that? No chance. I think the bigger question is if someone trades for him or not, whether it's and this season, next season, whatever. As, as I've said many times, he has a full no trade clause. I will say it this way. <laughs> if Mike Trout is a free agent after 2021, he's going to be a Philly. Sorry. He's going to be. And he's going to be. So it makes all the sense in the world. So here's the, the more overarching question, and here's the thing that people are freaking out about, is is do you pass on a 26-year-old Machado? Well, and that, yeah. Do you pass on that guy Here's knowing that he's out there? You can do both. You can sign Harper and Machado and still be able to afford Trout. Well, theoretically. Of course you can. Well, here's another. Well, I don't think they would do that. But, I don't think they're going to, but, but my point is they can. But but they could trade Machado if they need to. Sure. And th- now, I, this is not... I think people think this is such speculation and whatever. Listen, I'm just saying that... Tom Verducci and Jason Stark, who I think are two of the best in the business, no question, and talk to people and don't write BS, are guys that talk to people. They, Verducci came out this morning and said that they are they are went into this offseason thinking about Trout. Yeah, and like, Stark said something very similar. They're envisioning a Harper Trout outfield, <laughs> which is oh, let's go. Listen, I listen, I <laughs> let's go, Jack. Went through the roof. Though. Oh my god, I um, can't. Yeah, right. Um, and. I don't like. Maybe it's the worst kept secret in baseball. Are we sure? Like people, people knew LeBron was going to the Lakers for two years. Yeah, they did. Are we like everyone in baseball suggests that, that Mike Trout is going to be a Philly, and yet all the bloggers and people are like, "Well, you know, they're just saying that to connect the dots." Like, well, maybe everyone knows. <laughs> maybe maybe maybe, every, maybe you should connect the dots because they're there to be connected. Maybe everyone knows it's the worst kept secret in baseball that Mike Trout wants to play for the Phillies. And, I feel incredibly confident in it, to yeah, be honest. I'm and not, again, there are so many variables, like you said. Uh, look, the the Astros could trade for Mike Trout and offer him a contract and be like, "Yeah, I want to win here for ten years, whatever." Like that stuff could happen. Well, and once again, I he, think that if you had to bet right now, if you had to bet your life on who Mike Trout will be playing for come the twenty twenty one season, I think that the best odds on the board should be the Phillies. I think so too. And if they do trade him, he has to approve a trade to where he wants to go. 
and this, they, he can essentially Stanton the Angels. And if he wants to play for the Phillies, listen, if Mike Trout's really a Philly guy and he really wants to seems win here. Seems like one, man. And he, he seems really like seems one. seems like one. Then he can force his way here. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout can force his way here and say, I'm only playing for the Phillies. Figure out a deal. Get what you can. Now, I know Trout's a loyal guy. He's not an a-hole and whatever. I'm just saying that there's that scenario out there where they trade for him and he and, they, and he resigns like on the spot. Like that's not that's not bullcrap. Like that's real. That could actually happen. And so, again, I think you you can't under uh, underrate. Look, John Heyman is a guy who says a lot of stuff and throws things against the wall and all that. Jason Sark and Tom Verducci are not newsbreakers. These are guys who's not whose job is not to break news. Their their job is to be the venerable baseball legends that they are. And they don't just say crap just to say it. They're not putting it out there just like, oh, I'm going to be the first one to say this. They're putting it out there because they've heard it, because they know it. Right. So I just want to say the official high hope stance is that we are open to all Mike Trout conversation. Yes. We will accept every Mike Trout thing. Please. We In fact, we, we, we enjoy Mike Trout conversation. If, listen, I'm just me, you, James, and you. Listen. Let's fantasize together. Yes. Let's I mean, like, for what it's worth, guys uh, and gals, we've been saying Bryce Harper is going to be a Philly for like a year on this podcast now. So, look, things can work out. <laughs> All right? sure Just because you say it doesn't mean it can't happen so, uh, or won't happen. Official High Hope Stance. We are a pro Mike Trout to the Phillies podcast. Agree. We will accept all conversation regarding Mike Trout. That's the official High Hopes podcast stance. I feel really good about that stance too. It's it's uh, it's a stance that makes you happy. If you ever, I'm happy about it. If you ever down, just remember that Mike Trout is going to be a Philly. Yeah, just shoot us a hey, you have a Mike Trout question, and we'll talk about it because we Always. love it. All Perpetually. right, Fritzy, um, what do you think? Are we going to be recording an emergency podcast sooner? Is this going into February? Man, I do, I hope it doesn't go into February. I've like just I have had like seven different days over the last two weeks where I'm like. Today's going to be the day. Emergency pod coming. And it hasn't been yet. Yeah, I wake up every day, check my phone. Me too. It's the, fir- the, the first thing I do is I check my phone to see. Usually I'm looking, thinking you're going to text me because yeah. you're like up all hours of the night. And well, that's what I do. I yeah. know. I know. I usually have a 1.30 in the morning text from you. I'm yeah. waiting for the one that says, it happened. Well, the last time I was texting you in all caps, it was when the Phillies signed Bobby Dickerson. <laughs> it sure to, was. To be his... Uh, it's Machado's mentor. He is Machado's I mentor. I know he is. They're getting Bofa. Um, Bofa. Um, I forget what we're talking about, honestly. I asked him, oh, uh, when's it happening? Oh, um, listen, I think there's a possibility it could be this weekend. And it Whoa. could be... I think... Listen, I understand everyone in baseball is saying that it's going to wait till February... I kind of get a weird sense that it could happen almost any day with Harper. Like, if if the Phillies are the best offer and Boris doesn't want to wait out and, and be the BS and they just come together and they hash this thing out and he is enough with us. Like, the Nationals are out of this, according to everyone. Uh, Rosenthal, Nightingale, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all smokescreen. Um, the Yankees aren't getting involved. Maybe the Astros. But maybe there's no other team. Maybe there's no other team. And Boris is just team. like, all right, we'll take your 350 over 10 years. Let's do it. Um I think it, I I honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like Harper's going to sign before Machado because I think Machado, I think he's going to wait out the Yankees, and I know he might not go there, and he might it might take him into he's late. He's going to give it give him every chance he can. Right, is what you're saying. Right, and I I don't think he wants to play for the White Sox. Um, I I, I could see the Harper cheap ass White Sox. Yeah, yes, Jerry Reinsdorf is so cheap. They're going to fall out. Like, oh, let's go sign his brother-in-law and his buddy. He'll come here for cheap. 
idiots. They're going to fall ass backwards into a 26-year-old Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might. They might. They might. So uh, I can see Harper signing first. I know everyone's saying it's going to wait till February. I, I, I don't totally believe that. Um, I think Philly's ownership is determined to get it done. And I think they just want to make him the face now and, and get it over. I almost think they want to get it over with. And, well, uh, we and all do, too. Now, now, I will say, if going into February gets them a better deal, I don't care. Right. Like, get the best deal possible. I know that sounds bad from the labor, whatever, like, whatever. They want to pay these guys as much money as possible. I want the Phillies to get have as much money as possible to sign more players Agreed. along with Bryce Harper. Agreed. So, um, everyone's saying it could take a while. I'm just saying, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It could be this weekend. It because I think the show stuff is ending this week. Which is a big part of it. We've talked about how Apparently. much we buy into that. Yeah. Like, we believe in that whole thing. Yeah. So. so, listen, I'm just saying, I think it could be soon, but honestly, no one really knows. The emergency pod will be ready. <laughs> Rate and review the podcast, by the way. It makes Jack so happy. It, I do. It really does. I really love and, like, and then I get happy because I'll get Jack sending me reviews. and Yeah. Check out what this person Also, said. if you want, follow us on Twitter. I'm at WIP. James is at James Seltzer. And if you want to follow the High Hopes pod, it's at High Hopes pod. Also, you can check out Tim Kelly's episode yesterday of Mound Visit, episode three, uh, with this author that came up with the perfect dream team for the Phillies or whatever, which is kind of an interesting conversation. Sure. want to check out. He's coming out with one, I think, next week or within the next two weeks with Fransky, L.A., all these guys, um, on the 10 best home runs in Citizens Bank Ooh. Park history. So I think I think that is one to definitely look out for. Check out uh, Mound Visit with T. Oh, How many Tom, of those does Ryan Howard have? Uh, all, all I know is that I stumbled upon the three-homer game against Hudson the other uh-huh. day, and it moved. Yeah, and yeah. I thought he's it, definitely got some in there. Every time I see Ryan Howard home runs, I just envision Bryce Harper home runs, <sighs> and I envision Bryce Harper heading into his prime. So here's here's the crazy part: is that I think Harper, I think Howard's MVP season was 26 years was old. Was 26 years yeah. old? Yeah, which is yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, buddy. Gonna be I've thought Harper's twenty six year old season next year. Oh yeah, he's gonna be entering into his prime at Citizens Bank. <laughs> oh, buddy, like good luck sleeping at night. You also have Aaron Nola, Reese Hoskins, oh, all the financial flexibility so in the world. And again, the High Hopes podcast is the official Mike Trout podcast. That you're damn right of it the is. Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, the official Phillies podcast. Eh, whatever, we'll throw it the out. only Phillies podcast. You know, one of those things. Some would say that. All right. Final thoughts, Fritzy. Final thoughts. Adubel Herrera, first guy in camp. How about it? I, Hashtag pro I have heard I've heard things on Twitter about how he looks in great shape. Uh, I'm all in, in all Dubal. Um, I think all this added talent around him is only going to make him better. Hey, look, we talked a lot about the idea that for him, his personality, the type of guy he is, that he is not the type of guy who should be the centerpiece of a team, the best player on a team, all that. And it was a long time here where he was. So yeah. you hope that maybe the spotlight taken off him can kind of give him the chance to get back to the guy we know is there. I mean, if Odubel Herrera is your sixth best player. Dude, can you imagine, if you, if, if you can get a good Odubel, and and he's your sixth or seventh best player. He's hitting like seventh in the lineup or whatever. I mean, think about that, or you know, wherever you want to hit him. But like, I mean, good Oduble is a really good baseball player, I like know. a really good baseball player. I know. And imagine, and his def- <sighs> his defensive numbers are going to go way up with McCutcheon with, out with there. With actual outfielders next right. to him, like Harper, like that could be one of the better defensive outfields in baseball yeah. with so, with McCutcheon, Harper, and, and Oduble. We have out long there. been a pro Duble uh, podcast. Long one that. Uh, took a significant hit the, hit the final four months of the season. Yeah, I still have my Odubel jersey. Did he? I didn't give up. Listen, 
he may or may not have batted two uh, twenty-two, and and had he may he may or may not have been Scott Kingery at the plate for the final four yeah, months. You could say that again, <laughs> but um, the talent is all there. He's only twenty-seven, which is crazy, and he's on one of the best contracts in the sport. Yes, that is definitely true. Even if, if you were a bench player, it's a good contract. So he needs. Listen, for as much as it makes the Phillies better. If he can get back to being Oduble, it's a really good contract to trade if they need to make a trade for Another a, good a legit piece. So, Another good point. Um, it's good to see uh, Oduble is the first one there. Any other final thoughts that I stumbled upon? Adam Adovino is a Yankee. Say goodbye. I love that he, uh, You know, not a mere two months after saying he would strike out Babe Ruth every time. <laughs> <laughs> he is heading to the New York Yankees. How about it? I'm um, sure they'll love that line. So, yeah, no, it's it's fun, and hopefully we can do an emergency podcast soon. Yeah, that's my final thought. Just, Phillies, give us an emergency pod. We don't ask for much. We just talk about how much we love you, how into this team we are. We talk about the team, the minutiae, all of it. Do it for us. Give us an emergency pod. We're so ready. All right, for Jack Fritz, I'm James Elter. We will be back, hopefully, emergency style either way we'll definitely be back to continue to talk about it if it's not an emergency pop we'll keep talking about it uh regardless we both think bryce harper will be a philly soon enough and uh sock mike trout we're here for- all right talk to you guys soon.